Welcome, everyone, to episode nine of the DJ Rock Awakened podcast with your host, DJ Rock. And episode nine is really like part two of episode eight. And episode eight is waking up. Now, what do you do? Right. So episode eight, uh, we talked about how God, the kingdom of God is within you. Um, and here, here's my thoughts on that. Right. Because the creator of the universe is a pure energy source. It stands to reason, at least to me, that uh, we ourselves are energy beings as well. At least on this earth, we are biomechanical beings. This means that we only utilize this meat suit to allow our essences or our spirits to operate in the third dimension. And I gave several uh, scripture passages talking about, you know, the kingdom of God being within us and stuff and the pineal gland and everything else. But um, I wanted to to kind of flesh out um, the idea that, you know, God is energy, we are energy, right? And so I'm going to give a few more patches because here's the deal, folks. I don't think the Bible's holy and completely, not holy, not H-O-L-Y, but W-H-O-L-L-Y. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it teaches the lesson, and I just think modern religion has got it kind of fucked up. So, but I do think it can be used to gain knowledge. So that being said, you know, talk about God being made in, or man being made in God's image, and God being pure energy, well, this is what I'm kind of talking about here. So Genesis 1, 26, 27 says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Colossians 3.10 says, And have put on the new self, which is being renewed, awakening, in knowledge after the image of its creator. Awakening. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed, ascension, into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So, think about that. Um, You're being transformed, ascension, right? From one degree, dimension, of glory to another dimension. So I think once again, I mean, being renewed, awakening, all these things talk about awakening and transforming and, and from one degree dimension to another, it didn't say dimension, but I, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm gaining off of it. That's what I'm getting off of it. Those are just a few patches to speak on this, but what does that truly mean? That means that when God created the universe, the source imbued absolutely everything with the creator energy, everything, right? So that's what I'm saying in terms of God being within us and, and imbuing everything Everything we see, everything we smell, everything we touch, God is in that. So that's such an important thing to realize. And then understanding that lets us know that there's importance in our lives. There's importance in being here in, 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 our, in our essence, right? In our spirit. So with that, I want to quickly go over the first, the first uh, several points here of episode eight, just really quickly. And the first five were... Uh, one, you have to love yourself and went over all that in terms of really loving yourself, doing the work to get yourself healed from past traumas, 
understanding how loving yourself will allow you to know how to love people, right? How to be in really mutually beneficial relationships because that's where we need to be at. If all this stuff is geared towards us raising the frequency of not just ourselves, but the world around us, because it's up to us to do that, right? If you're if you're listening to this fucking podcast, you feel called to do something. You feel called to be a part of something that doesn't go along with the programming that was programmed into us. There's something calling you for something different. So how are you going to live that life that you were living before, i.e. before you opened Pandora's box? How are you going to open that box, know and feel all these things and go back into it, right? So we have to really put the work in because it's we're worthy of that. We have God within us. Think about that. The thing... The thing that created every bit of this all across the entire universe created all this, and that is within us. So there is an importance that we have to feel because of that. Now, number one, you have to love yourself. To love yourself, you're teaching yourself how to love others through finding, how to lo- through finding out how to love yourself because you have to put the work in to love yourself. Therefore, the ways that you love yourself will become how you love others outwardly. But you inwardly have to love yourself. This means doing the work to ask your ask for forgiveness to people that you hurt. And if they choose to forgive you, great. If not, fuck them. I'm sorry. That's on them. Then you have to forgive yourself. Because ultimately, forgiveness isn't for them. It's for you. So forgive yourself. Heal the inner child. There's a child inside you that was hurt and traumatized. A lot of our deepest issues stem from when we were children. But you have to heal the inner child. Pour every bit of love, light, warmth, healing energy, nurturing energy inward. Pour it inward. Once you heal yourself and love yourself, then you can begin to know how to love others. I'll be honest with you guys. If and and, and I've I've really I've talked about, you know, with my dad and stuff, but I've <laughs> I've fucked up relationships with friends and people I loved in relationships and had an intimate relationship with. I've, I've fucked those up because I didn't love myself and therefore I didn't know how to love others. And I did dumb shit and I messed those up. So this, this new movement forward, I am going to move differently with people. I know that because I am understanding the importance of the vibrational frequency, what it means to our mission, why we're here. So even though I did all that stuff in the past, I've, I've asked for forgiveness to the people that I, I've hurt. Okay? And whether they accept it or not, that's on them. But at the end of the day, I'm going to forgive myself. And I'm not going to keep apologizing for it. I'm going to apologize for it, and I'm going to keep my ass moving. Number two was get out of your comfort zone. Discover who you truly are. The comfort zone is a very dangerous place to be, folks. I say this because inside that box of comfort, you can never truly know who you are. There's no growth inside that box of comfort. 
you may be safe from the storm, but in danger of losing out of life. Throw the fucking box away. I, I use the example of a diamond and the diamond and how a diamond comes to be initially being a, a, a piece of coal and then all the, the pressure that was acted on it and pushed on it and all that pressure and all these things that acted upon that coal to press it into a diamond. It's one of the most sought after elements or minerals out there. But how did it form? Through pressure, right? And then number three was embrace it. You have a design and shit to do. And that goes into a big part of understanding that you designed your life with free will and purpose is one of the key things once you've awakened. Because it's this plan that you, you, you know you have to move forward with that can allow you to go into look at previous situations where you failed or succeeded. You look at each one of those and what you know, how much more growth can be achieved from going back and just revisiting those things. Don't worry as you move forward about what people think about you. It's your mission, not theirs. Just as their life shouldn't be judged by what others have done or have not done, their failures or successes. Your mission is unique to you. Others have joined you on this plan and have done so in many lives that you have led. But this life is the one that matters most because it's the one you're at right now. Right? This is what's going to teach you as you move forward that things are going to come up as obstacles. People will hurt you. And instead of throwing in the towel and running from it, you're going to shoulder into it. You're going to push through it and do so with the understanding that this was planned by you. Now you've gained the knowledge about um, you gain the knowledge and you have the ability to plan your next steps. You have the knowledge. Now, with that knowledge, these things are happening. How am I going to move forward? And then in every situation you come up against that goes, okay, this might seem like a lesson. What is, what's the reason, right? So then you have to ask yourself, why would an essence that is not yet you, because you are emotionally tied to the things that have happened to you and will happen to you, and as such, your emotional equation may be off because you hold things, you hold certain things dear and near to your heart. When things act upon those things, you're going to be more emotional about it. Okay. But, and that's going to throw off your reasoning process. But why would an essence that is not yet you design all these things, good and bad, for you to grow from to raise your vibrational frequency? Okay, in every situation you're doing that, you're asking, okay, why was this, why was this designed? This, this, this thing that I am when I'm not in, in this meat suit designed this stuff to happen for a reason. So what can I gain from understanding the why this was done? What can I gain from that that's, that's going to allow my frequency to get that closer to the, the pure energy source of, of the universe, right? Our God frequency. All right, number four, once again, heal yourself and free yourself from self-imposed chains. You have to heal, 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 folks. If you're not healing yourself, you're not giving yourself the ability to move forward. You can't heal and step with confident steps if you're completely and totally sideswiped because of some emotional trauma from your past. You got you to gotta break free from those emotional chains and the outward chains that may be cast upon us. Live intentionally, loving yourself and loving others. Quick drink here in one sec. 
Okay. Number five, you got to throw the middle fingers up to any people that hate on you, even if that person's you. Stop listening to the, to the world about what you should do, how you should have done something, and how you should be. Remember, folks, this is your mission. This is about you. You're the one that's working to raise your frequency higher and higher each time we overcome something. Each time we don't go into a relationship that we would have gone into in a past life. Or whatever it is. Whatever obstacle it is. So quit hating yourself. If you truly love yourself, you cannot hate yourself too. So that's that was the base that was the basic gist of episode eight. So now we are episode nine, the second part to the now you've awakened message. So number six, knowing your place and knowing its importance. Knowing that you should have a self-importance ideal moving forward only gives credence to that this is your mission that you designed. Yes, there's co-creation with others who are doing the same thing you were doing, but that doesn't limit the importance of your mission. Self-importance means you understand the why and you humbly and calmly move with that knowledge. It means you know that you've been given gifts, but you don't boast about it. It means even though you may have the gift or these gifts and you are free from the chains of the programming, you never criticize anyone for being asleep. You can't force people to wake up when they're not ready to, but you should always be willing to share. Take yourself seriously because this is serious stuff we're dealing with here. And, and once again, and knowing that God is within you, that's another reason for for knowing that you have should have self-importance, right? As you begin to wake up, you're going to have this thing that begins either either screaming at you or very subtly um, thoughts will come into your head and you'll have impulses to do things. That's your intuition, right? So number seven is tune into your intuition. Being able to calm your mind will allow you to tune in and hone your intuition. It is important as you awaken to listen and rely on your sixth sense. We're here for our mission, but part of that mission is bringing others to the light that have been enveloped in darkness. We are waking up at an ever-quickening pace. People are realizing more and more that something's off and that there is something other than the programming we've been tied down to. Your intuition will be key as you navigate the who's and the what's about the journey. Your sixth sense will let you know if you're making the right decisions. Your intuition will let you know when people in your field or around in your circle, when they're ready to hear the message. It'll let you know that. Because here's the thing. You're going to find yourself in a situation and you're going to be like feeling the urge to say something. And it's that time when religious folks might say it's the Holy Spirit talking to you. It's your sixth sense, right? It's your essence's recognition of that essence waking up. So knowing your inner self, loving yourself, and growing your knowledge will be key and will light your way with confidence, with clarity, and a sense of self where you will never, you'll, you'll, you won't ever second guess yourself. Because here's the thing, like I said, in the, in the beginning, it's almost like um, it's, it's these subtle things you'll get. It's the idea of you need to do something. So you'll go out and do something. And then next thing you know, you're finding yourself in the presence when you're feeling like, mm, I need to say something. And it's those times when you're going to, or you need to. 
And, and no, trusting your intuition is going to allow you to have that key to unlock the door for people. Number eight, and this is what I have a problem with, folks. I'm sorry, but, and I'm, I'm working on it. And I, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually getting better with it. You got to calm your mind. This journey, folks, will drain you. As you wake up and begin using your gifts and talents for this awakening, you'll find that most of these gifts will absolutely drain the shit out of you. When that happens, you have to go inward. Even if you can't meditate at first, just stop. Just fucking stop for like 15 minutes. 15 minutes a day initially. That's fine. I still can't meditate, but I've noticed that I can at least slow my thoughts down. And that was something I couldn't do before. So maybe I'm onto something here. Remember, folks, I said here, I'm not perfect at this. I'm still wobbly and unsure at times. But I refuse to close Pandora's box. Going back to episode one. Not only will these things drain you, but your initial anxiety will go up. Calming your mind will ease the anxiety and stress. This will allow you to strengthen in all these thoughts and gifts that you've been given. See, here's the thing, guys. You got you, you, you to take time. Because we are going at such a frantic pace in this world. We're go, 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 go. I got to go here. I got to go here. I got to be there by this time. I got to be there, be there by that time. I got to pick the kids up. I got to drop the kids off. I got sports. I got this. But in, in, in the midst of all that, the most important thing you can do at least at least once a day is just sit down, shut the fuck up, turn the lights off, calm your mind, and just focus on your breathing. In through your nose, out your mouth, very, very deep in both directions, right? Just as deep as you can. Hold. Do that for 15 minutes, folks. At least 15 minutes initially, but here's what you're going to find. Here's what I'm finding. And as I talk to people, I'm finding it more and more, right? And that is this. Um you will begin to grow in the meditation ability and you will then find yourself desiring or needing more and more time, right? And that's going to become a very important thing for you just as much as the next one uh, is, is, is going to be. And that is number nine. Take care of your body as much as you take care of your inner self. You guys have heard me tell everyone I'm a chunky dude. This awakening has been tough for me because it has happened at a time that's not opportune. But hey, it never does, right? The universe lets us know in its only neat way to wake the hell up. I've just gone through one of the most tumultuous two and a half years of my entire life, and things still aren't the best. But here I am waking up and realizing I can no longer do what I've done and be who I was. And and then who I'm supposed to be by holding on to the past. Part of that past Part of that past is how I deal with my own internal struggles and depression, right? See, folks, I've been depressed. Not only in the past, but recently. Hell, last week. I know all these beautiful things, and yet here I am still struggling with where I am in life. I still find myself eating at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning because I can't sleep and I'm depressed. So I eat. I don't have time with my kid like I want, so I get depressed. I eat. I don't have the best living situation. And this one really bothers me. So I'm depressed. But just like I'm telling you all, I'm doing the work. I'm putting the work in to begin moving forward and loving myself. 
this is every part of who I am, not just my inner child, not just my designs, not my gifts and talents, but my whole self. And that includes the outer me. And right now, there's a lot of me. But I'll begin changing that. See, this is, this is how I've always struggled, right? I, I've, I've been a depressed kid, been a depressed young adult, depressed adult for a lot of my life. Even when I was choosing to do the things that I did in the past, when I first started DJing, those were things because I was hurt. And I never dealt with that. I mean, think about it. I had this discussion last night or night before last. No. Night before last. And I was apologizing to someone that I'd hurt. And this person was so forgiving, (laughs) but also tried to, I felt at the time, enable me. He goes, let's let's look at let's look at where you've been, man. Let's look at how you've dealt with the past. He goes, You said you were bullied, right? I was like, Yeah, I was bullied and picked on and it was horrible. I hated I hated being a fucking teenager. He goes, Then what'd you do? Well, I mean, I became a DJ at twenty, so I said, you know, I mean, I didn't really fully deal with that because when I became a DJ, I started to DJ. I was so shy, I had to drink. And so drinking became our coping mechanism. It also became my enabling mechanism because that enabled me to do what I was doing. So here I was, this injured, this this traumatized kid that turned into a, a traumatized young adult that utilized alcohol for being able to do what he did and then entered drugs. And then all these things, and then sex, and all these things began to fuel this this very self-harming, this vicious circle. And then I quit drinking, got married, but I never dealt with the drama and the trauma from the past. So trying to be an adult, and not even loving myself, not loving myself whatsoever, going to a relationship. Actually, it was a, there was a longer-term relationship before that. And there was some really bad things that happened in that relationship at the very end. And then I never dealt with that. Then I got with another relationship, a long-term relationship, got married, and I had all these things I'd never dealt with. I didn't love myself. And it was just a, it was a horrible thing. And then got divorced and was back into the relationship and hadn't dealt with the things I'd done before. And I'm dragging all this bullshit with me and I haven't done any of the work because I didn't know I had to do the work. I just know I was pushing forward and I was a, you know, no longer drinking and I was a successful DJ. But here I was, here I was not repeating all these past things. And, and hurting people. Now, I'm not taking the full responsibility of failed relationship after failed relationship and all these other things, right? But I was a big part of it, right? So all that being said, that's a lot of bullshit to heal. 
That's literally 30 years of bullshit to heal. It's a lot. It's a fucking lot. And I'm wondering why I've been so depressed at times. I'm saying all this, folks, because I don't want you to. I don't want you to, to listen to this podcast and think that and think that once you wake up, it's an easy journey, and and once you're there, you're freed from all the bullshit. If anything, it can be more difficult for a short time until the inner work is complete, and then you begin to work on the outer. But take care of the whole self. Number ten, because I need to move on, because I don't want, I don't want to dwell on that. I need to do that internally away from this podcast because that deals with me just as your journey will deal with you your experiences your design is different from mine and so you know I'm not going to name names and and, and, and and point out individual situations and because that's a personal thing and I love taking this journey with you guys but that part of the healing process is subject to the person Right? Because, see, your healing process will be totally different from mine. The steps to get there will be the same. But the journey inward and backward will be different. But do the work. Put the time in. I promise you this. I'm realizing that now. And I'm so thankful. I'm so happy for being able to get rid of and let go of that shit from the past. But it takes work. It takes work to let shit go. And forgive yourself. So, there you go. Number 10. And this is a really interesting one here. You got to fake it till you make it. Even if it's in your mind. I want you guys to do something for me, okay? I want you to close your eyes for a moment. If you could truly be living your best life, what would it look like? Keep your eyes closed for a moment and picture it. What does it look like? What does it smell like? How does being in that place make you feel? I ask you these questions because the law of attraction is a very real thing. What you put out, I promise you, is what you're going to get back. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know what my mission is. That doesn't mean that I'm looking to live like a monk and take a vow of silence and a vow of celibacy. There are things I want in this life. There's things I want to give DJ Cookie. And for those of you who don't know, DJ Cookie is my seven-year-old daughter. I don't want to be broke anymore. I don't want to struggle anymore at all. I can continue to let my past define my future by aligning myself to that instead of what I want and I can focus my energies on what I've always experienced in the past or I can choose to energetically align myself with what I want instead of what has defined my past you see if you can create your reality if you can create your reality and you know you can then how do you do it I'm beginning to see that by applying energy towards your thoughts and envisioning those things, that things start happening, right? 
you can manifest things in this reality. All you have to do is imagine with love and certainty the things you want in this life. Imagine what it feels like to walk through the door of that dream house. What it feels like to drive that amazing vehicle or how that ocean breeze smells as you inhale that fresh air. Picture it. Imagine that you're there. Apply the emotion to it. Imagine the physical aspect of it. How does the sand feel between your toes? If you begin to align yourself to it with absolute certainty, apply the energy to it, your subconscious mind will become what you think. But you didn't know this, but according to neuroscientist Kashik Ram, our brains can't tell the difference between reality and our thoughts. Think about that. Your brain in its intricate design and being the most, the most, uh, like hard to break down how to, how to, how to describe thing in the world, right? It doesn't know the difference between reality and its thoughts. How stupid is it? I'm joking. No, I'm kidding. Um, and so this is, this is what was basically said. So for example, it doesn't matter if an anxiety sufferer is experiencing an anxious situation or imagining it, they will experience a stress response either way. Stress hormones like cortisol and fight or flight hormones like adrenaline are released regardless of, if they're in a stressful situation or not. To put it simply, their brains can't tell the difference. The difference, wow, I suddenly became Southern as fuck. Their brains can't tell the difference between what is reality and what is imagined. There was a scientific study that backs this up. Uh, one, one study in particular, they, they took two groups of individuals, asked one to play a, a, specific, a specific set of keys on a piano, and the other group to imagine they were playing a set of keys on a piano. Under both circumstances, while being scanned, brain activity significantly increased in brain regions corresponding to motor movement of the hand. This is significant as our brains clearly cannot differentiate between what is reality and what is not, just like the anxiety example. What we imagine has a tremendous impact on our mind and our body. Being unaware of destructive thought patterns has the ability to hinder the daily reality we experience. Becoming more aware of such patterns brings with its ability to recognize when our bodies are caught in an illusion of the mind. Putting a stop to harmful thought patterns allows us to remain firmly planted in the present moment. Now, what that means is you can trick your brain. You can sit there and imagine exactly what you want. Picture it. Apply the emotion to it. When you press the gas pedal in that brand new Corvette, because that's the car I want, um, when you press the pedal and you feel that surge of, of speed moving forward, how's it feel? Are you are you giggling like a kid? Because every time someone speeds really fast in the car I've been in, I can't help but, but, but laugh like a fucking kid. It's goofy as shit, right? Are you laughing? How's it feel? When you feel that pressure going back into the seat. How's it feel? When when you when you are on that vacation, imagine you're wanting to see the Eiffel Tower. Well, imagine having your back turns the Eiffel Tower, turning the uh, your back turned towards the Eiffel Tower and you turn and you face it. And the awe and the wonder of it, right? Imagine taking a, a helicopter ride over the, the Great Wall of China with this massive expanse, right? Imagine the emotion you feel of that. You want to see the 
Mount Everest. Imagine what that's like. See, you're like I said, and and like Dr. Kashik Ram said, you know, our brains don't know the difference. And that's a really cool thing to know. Is that if you believe in something and you you imagine yourself in that situation, your brain will make it happen. And then you apply the energy to it, then the universe will make it happen. And, and that's the biggest thing, guys. And that's the most important aspect of imagining the life that you want. It's not being selfish. It's not being like you think you're better and you deserve these things. It's the things you want, right? Because, yes, there's an awakening. And, yes, you have to live life and, and live intentionally. But that's, that's the thing, guys, is we have to live with the, 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 the idea that, yes, we've got shit to do. But at the same time, we can be comfortable doing it. So there's that. Number 11, make the difference only you can make, right? Make the difference only you can make. What that means is, and I said so many times before, you got to live intentionally. There's what, 7 billion people on this planet? And here's the thing. You, your experiences, who you are, what your past brings to the table that has raised your frequency because you've studied it. And now you're this enlightened being that has this passion for helping people, creating positive experiences, understanding the ripple effect. Well, only you can offer what you have to offer. Once you begin to connect to that, I promise you this, the universe will draw people to you and put things in your situation in front of you or situations in front of you that will allow you to connect to those things or those things to connect to you. And then people that need you will be led to you because they'll be energetically aligned to you. Make that contribution of being positive in every interaction, understanding the ripple effect and how I realistically, okay, I realistically could potentially affect a million people this week. Yeah, right, Doug, that's a lot of people. Yeah, right it is. But think about this. I do shows Tuesday, Wednesday, and I'll start a show in a couple weeks on Thursday and then a Friday show. It's four shows. That's potentially, you know, a thousand people. Now, if I go into that show and I'm just in a really bad mood and I'm just a shitty person, well, guess what? There's, an, and I'm a shitty person in every one of those shows. First of all, the show's not going to grow and we're going to lose the account and that's not going to do anything. But for this, for this example, in every one of those shows, those thousand people, I've given negative vibes out to. I've been an asshole to, well, those thousand people are going to leave those shows going fucking asshole. And someone's going to cut them off, say something to them, and they're going to snap. And there's going to be an altercation. I mean, that's extreme, but I'm just saying that the, the, the chance of them going out and doing negative things because of a negative interaction with me is higher because they're in a bad mood now. So they go out, and that thousand affects 
a thousand each potentially through work and little league or whatever. It can get to a, a million very quickly if you think about that. So that being said, you have to understand the ripple effect. Move forward with that knowledge to, and make it a point to create positive experiences every opportunity you can. Not blowing shit out of proportion. When someone cuts you off, like tonight, prime example tonight, I, I um, ordered DoorDash. And the person, uh, my dasher went and delivered something else first. And I ordered at 6.30. And it said when I first ordered, you know, 51 minutes to, you know, to be delivered. Well, I'm fine with that. That's, that's you know, 7.30. Well, it became 8 o'clock. And I'm looking on the map. And Dasher's still nowhere to be found. And I'm sitting there going, okay, what the hell? And I'm sitting there going, you know what? I'm going to be a smart ass to this 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 person when they when they drop off my food. I'm going to ask them, is my food going to be warm or whatever it is. What good would that have done? So when they got there, I, I initially thought about being a, a dick, but I thought about it. Hold on, whoa, 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 what are you doing? See, that's that's the old you. This is the new you. So when they got there, I chose to just. When they came up, are you, are you Doug Sheets? Yes, sir, I am. How you doing? I'm good. Cool. Have a good night. And I turned around, I turned away. So I wasn't a dick and I wasn't, he knew he was late, but you know, I didn't make it a point. So it was almost like a it was almost like a moot point at that point. Nothing was going to happen from that. But I could have chose to be something else, but I didn't. I intentionally didn't react. So we have to look at every situation for what it is. An opportunity to be good. And it goes back to, what you know, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. But in most situations, folks, it's our job to bring other people to the light. And we have to. We have to do that in every situation. Because right now, in a time when so many people are waking up and confused, this is a confusing fucking time. I'll tell you what, you think that waking up would be easy. It's not. It becomes a lot harder. And especially if you do end up with having certain gifts and talents. And then you begin to worry about those and how to function with those. And how do I interact now with people once you start getting information from things you can't explain? So I'm saying all this to say, guys, this is the beginning of a journey. Let's wake the fuck up. Let's heal ourselves and let's get to it. We got shit to do, folks. We can't live in the past. We can revisit the past to, 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 to just rip every bit of knowledge of, of how we did things, how we reacted, and how it could better us moving forward. Use it for that, but get, throw that shit away. Once you've learned from it, cover it up. You, you've, there's nothing to be, nothing to be utilized from it anymore. Other than to continue to beat yourself up. And that's not going to benefit you whatsoever. It's going to keep you at a lower vibrational frequency. And that is not going to get you closer to God's frequency. So this is the beginning of the journey, guys. This is how we begin 
this awakened process. This is how we become something greater than we've ever thought possible. In a time when the, the world around us is speeding up faster and faster. We're getting closer to something, and here we are, awakened to that fact. It's a huge thing, guys. Put the work in. Let's do this together. Take this journey with me. Let's do this. Peace, love, and light, guys. Episode 9 is done. Going to be recording episode 10 tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it, folks. I love y'all. Like I said, peace, love, and light. DJ Rock is out.